0: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. And welcome to the Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your host, Evangelist Sheryl Johnson, the president and founder of the Women in the Word Ministries. And this is In Search of the Truth, coming live to you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in the United States of America. This is episode 1,702, Praise God, to God be the glory for the things he has done. And I'm excited that you've decided to join us this evening. Uh, You can listen in on your computer uh, by uh, typing in www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Purpose Kingdom. Or you can also listen in or phone in by dialing 319-527-6091. That's 319-527-6091. The Bible declares in Psalm one hundred nineteen verse one hundred sixty Thy word is true from the beginning and every one of thy judgments endures forever. John seventeen seventeen says Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is true. John eight thirty two says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So if you're looking for freedom tonight, if you're looking for deliverance tonight, if you're looking for encouragement tonight, you'll find it in the Word of God. Let's pray. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all of the earth. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We give you honor. We give you glory. That is due your name for You are worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name is worthy to be praised. Lord, we come before you even on this evening, Lord, asking you, Lord, to be in the midst, to show up and to show off in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're asking God that you would Open up our ears that we might hear you, Lord. Open up our eyes that we might see your move, Lord. Open up our hearts that we might feel you even on today. We bind every hindering spirit that will cause us not to catch the blessing that you're going to provide for us tonight. We bind every hindering spirit that will cause us not to listen to what your word is saying and even to the voice that is speaking to us even right now in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, that you would have your way This evening in the word, in the name of Jesus, prepare our hearts and mind. I'm asking you, Lord, that you would hide me behind the cross, that they might not hear me, but they would hear you, Lord. And see you high and lifted up that they might look to you, the author and finisher of their faith, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And do what you're calling them to do. I thank you, Lord, for using me as your humble handmaiden, Lord, to just to deliver the the word, Lord. I'm just a conduit. Use me for your glory. In the name of Jesus, and may your seed be planted deep, Lord, and that it will bring forth fruit, much fruit, and that that fruit would remain in the name of Jesus, so that he that hears this word will run with it and share it with someone else. In the mighty, matchless, marvelous, and miraculous name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I do pray with much thanksgiving. Amen and glory to your name, O God. Saints and friends of the Most High God, the topic tonight... Is centered on nevertheless, obey, nevertheless, obey. And that's a very interesting um, topic because it's actually speaking to me as well. And some of you, I know, are going to be able to to reflect on this and say, hey, yeah, I'm in this as well. So let's go to the Word of God um, this evening, and we're going to be looking at... um, the Gospel according to Luke, chapter five. The Gospel according to Luke, chapter five. And we're going to see what that scripture is going to show us and teach us. But if I was uh, choosing a topic or theme uh, this um, this uh, evening, even though the topic is nevertheless obey, uh, the theme is nevertheless let down your nets. Nevertheless, let down your nets. Luke chapter five. Going to be reading verses. 1 through 7 in the King James Version. And there you'll find these words in your Bible very similar to these. It says, And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake the Nazareth and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out unto the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fish and their nets brake, And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. The word of God for the people of God to glorify God. And again, um, the uh, theme is, uh, nevertheless, let down your nets. Nevertheless, let down your nets. Now as we happen upon this event that the uh gospel writer Luke records for our our hearing and for our learning we find that because of past miracles and past healings that Jesus had uh done he amassed a very large following you're always going to have somebody or or people are always going to want to jump on board Once the cart gets moving, in other words, what I'm saying is uh, that where there is a crowd is usually going to bring more people to the crowd. And the more people that it brings, you have all types of people that are going to be in that crowd. There are going to be some people in that crowd that's there because they want to hear what's going on. And there are going to be some people in that crowd that's in the crowd because they want to know what the crowd is gathering about. And then you're just going to have some people in a crowd because they just want to be a crowd regardless of what's going on. But regardless of what the um, the content of that crowd happens to be, we see here in Luke chapter 5 that Jesus – Has amassed or gathered a large crowd a large following and primarily it had to do with the miracles that some people had experienced and uh, it says that his fame was voiced abroad in other words people began to know about Jesus based on the things that he was doing not only was it the miracles that caused people to want to be around him but also his sound teaching and doctrine because they declared Never have we heard anyone say it like this man has said it before. He teaches as though he was one of the learned. Amen. And so nevertheless, we see that there is a large crowd that gathered around. Because uh, verse 1 says, And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him, that's Jesus, to what? Hear the word of God. He stood by the lake of Gennesaret. I want to bring your attention to another point in verse 1. Verse 1 said that the people, there were a lot of them, but most of them had this in mind. They wanted to hear the Word of God. I submit to you, saints and friends of the Most High God, that whenever the man or woman of God is truly giving you the Word from God, people are going to want to hear it. I'm going to say that again. Whenever the man or woman of God is truly giving you a word from God, people are going to want to hear it, and they will go out of their way, come near and far, hook or crook, to come hear the word of God, because in hearing the word of God, it says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when they hear the word of God, their faith is going to be increased. And if they had no faith, they will gain faith. And if they have a little faith, it'll get greater. And if they have great faith, it'll get even greater because the the key is hearing the word of God. So the Bible tells us here in Luke chapter 5, verse 1, that the people came from near and far, Not so much for the miracles, but to hear the word of God. They wanted to hear what Jesus had to say. And I like that because Jesus uh, had declared that his main goal was to preach uh, the kingdom of God to the other cities because he knew his finale, that is the cross, amen, was right around the bend, and he had work to get done. That should be um, something that we need to keep in mind. We have work that needs to get done. We have to continue to share the word of God. We have to continue to share the gospel because the Bible says, know that time is winding up and when night time comes no man can work and because we don't know the day nor the hour that the son of man will appear we have to be on point we have to be about God's business amen that's just a sidebar for us, but we're talking about nevertheless let down your nets. So in chapter 5 verse 1, we see the people clamoring around Jesus Christ to hear the word of God. Why? Because he power and with authority, and they had declared that we have not ever heard anyone say anything the way that he's saying. He teaches different from the scribes, different from the Pharisees, different from the Sadducees. He teaches differently. Another reason he doesn't sound like the other teachers. There's more power behind his word. He, he 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 actually you can actually feel that he knows what he's talking about. Amen. And and how about this? His doctrine pointed the people toward a merciful and forgiving and loving God. It wasn't a doctrine that condemned, and it wasn't ritualistic, and it wasn't routine, and it wasn't so much a letter of the law and cracking the whip and harshness and distance. It talked about a God that loved them, it talked about a God that was gracious, it talked about a God that is merciful, it talked about an all-loving and forgiving God. And the people needed to hear that. Amen. So they came far and wide to hear Jesus uh, give the word. That's in verse. That's in verse one. When they get over to verse two, it says, "And two, um, and Jesus saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets." What does that tell me? It tells me that Jesus was concerned about the crowd, and he wanted them, he wanted to be heard by the large crowd, so he would have to find a way to project his voice and to elevate himself above the crowd so he could be seen. So he spies these two ships, which were owned by Simon Peter, who was a successful fisherman, by the way, and he had partners. Uh-huh. We're going to find out about the partners a little bit later on as we read further in this particular uh, uh, story, right? And they were in business with him, and at this time the ships were at dock, and it tells us that the fishermen had gone out of the ships and were washing the nets, what which implies that they were finished fishing for the day. And if we continue to read, we find out that they had been fishing all night long, right? So they were at the end of, uh, of what they were doing for, for that particular day. And they were tying things up, so to speak, finishing up, preparing to shut down for the day. And we know that because it says because they were now washing their nets. I'm going somewhere, so hold on for a second. Verse 3 says, and he, Jesus, entered into one of the ships which was Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Verse three, Jesus makes use of the natural echo effects that water will give to project his voice. And he asks Simon Peter to push away from the shore a little bit, you know, Uh, bring the ship out away from the land a little bit so that he could be heard because his objective was to teach the people. Now notice Luke doesn't call he doesn't say here, he doesn't say that it's Simon Peter he says Simon and you need to pay attention why because Simon uh, was was a Simon Peter's given name right but Jesus renamed Simon Peter Simon means small pebble Peter means rock. Amen And at this time, Luke records Peter being known as Simon, still the insignificant one, yet to achieve the uh, vision that, or, and or ministry that Jesus is going to pronounce on him at a later time and so Luke says to us, the reader he says, "Well, it belonged to Simon, and Jesus asked him as Simon Peter, uh, would you?" thrust the ship out a little bit away from land uh, so that I can be heard by the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we have to surmise that he did so because the Bible follows by saying, and Jesus sat down and taught the people out of the ship. So we know that Simon Peter was obedient at that point to do that. Now, now, now listen, he has been tooling all night long. He's been up all night fishing right he has shut everything down come down to washing the nets and probably getting ready to hang them up to dry so he could probably go home him and the crew go home and get some much needed rest but jesus comes on the scene and says to him could you could you, could you get back in your ship and just just paddle out, you know, push it out just a bit because I have an important assignment to do. And that is to teach the people who have come near and far to hear the word of God that might just change their life. Why is that important? Well, it's important because there are going to be times in your life where you're going to be bone tired from your ministry listen to me, from your ministry, from your assignment, right, from your vision, and yet someone is going to ask you to sacrifice a little bit more, going to ask you to do just a little bit more than you had intended to do. See, you know what, this is what I found out on my journey, that that serving the Lord it is. It, it is a pleasure, but it also, and I'm going to say it, it also can be an inconvenience sometimes. When you feel like you can't go, just not another step, you you gotta you gotta relax, you gotta clear your head or something. Somebody is going to come along, and how about this? And God's going to strategically allow them to come along, uh, um, to 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 push you a little bit further this is how you know it's not you and this is how you know that the Lord calls you to this ministry this assignment this vision is because you don't grump about it or grumble about it as tired as you are you say okay uh, okay, I'm going to do this. Why? Because you know and you love the assignment that the Lord has given you and you want to please him. It, it comes to the point where you say if it has to sacrifice my time, my schedule, my rest period so that someone else can be blessed, amen, right, or if someone else can, that I can meet the need of someone else, because that's exactly what Jesus did for us. then you know you're on the right track here. And so Simon Peter, though he was tired, him and his crew, right, and they were packing it up and and just about ready to go when jesus said well i need you to get back in the ship and and sail out just a wee bit because i got to teach the people they've come to hear the word that will change their life and and the bible says that peter obeyed and we know that peter also stayed around to hear the word to hear the teaching and and i submit to you that when it comes down to that last little bit where you um you know that margin where you know you're at your wit's end and And and, but yet there's something else that still needs to be done because someone has oppressed upon you that it does need to be done. or the spirit of the Lord has talked to you and pushed you and said, you know, you got to take this. I know you're tired and I I know you're weary, but you just got to do this last thing. Well, how about this? Get up under the word while you're doing that, too. And you're going to get a fresh wind. That's just a sidebar. That one's free. Because we're just talking about nevertheless, let down your net. So nevertheless, when you're tired, nevertheless, when you're weary, nevertheless, when you're at your wit's end, nevertheless, it's going to be a sacrifice. If it comes to pleasing the Lord, if it comes to saying yes to God, if it comes to where the Spirit says, I need you to do thus and so, there should be no argument, there should be no compromise, there should be no sideway glance, it should be a yes, nevertheless, yes, because you know that the spirit's going to help you get this thing done. Amen. All right. So, this is what this is what you see. Yeah, you you, you just sat down the kitchen ministry. Yeah, uh-huh, and and you cleaning it all up and pastor comes in with people who are in need. And says I need you to pull some things together for them so that they might be fed tonight and have uh, something that they could be able to take home with them and while you're doing that he begins to minister to them uh, where they are and you're overhearing this ministry and because you're hearing him give them the Word of God this is giving you the energy to pull those things together that you got to pull together now after you shut everything down and you about ready to go and you're bone tired but it's the word that's going to energize you that you going to overhear as he ministers to those who in need and as you bring together whatever that is that you can pull together so that you can meet their need as well. That's just an example because that's, at, that's another nevertheless uh, let down your net type thing. Amen. But what I want to call your attention to and where it starts to get too exciting for me is uh, begins at verse 4. Verse 4 says now when he had left speaking talking about Jesus, have left speaking He says to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. Launch out, go out a little further. I know I told you to push off from land a little bit just because I needed some distance between me and the crowd so they could see me and hear me. But now I want you to go out uh, further out into the territory where fish are, where, you know, because they're not close to the shore. You got to go out a little deeper. He said launch out into the deep and let your down your nets because and listen to this because you, there's going to be a drought a catch Jesus had already spoken into the atmosphere that there was going to be a blessing in store if Peter Simon Peter would obey listen to what I'm saying to you what I'm saying is your obedience and sacrifice Is going to be rewarded if you just obey. So Jesus tells him, go out into the deep. Let down your nets, because you're going to catch a lot of fish. But look at verse 5. Verse 5 says, And Simon answering said unto him, Master, We have toiled, we have worked all night long, right, not right there at the colon, right there. Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken in nothing okay, Lord, I was all right with you when you said the push out from the land a little bit so you can teach the people. That's fine. I was tired and all that stuff, but I got to hear the word, and that kind of energized me. This is great. And now, Lord, you're telling me, oh, don't push out into the deep now. That means, you know, sail a little while out there to where the fish normally are, to where you normally do catch fish. Sail out there a little while. And now Peter is like, look, Lord, we've been doing this all night. And we haven't caught anything. What am I saying? You've been working all the angles of your ministry, and it is stalled out. You don't know the next thing to do. And then it is suggested to you through the Spirit to do thus and so, and your, your, your response is, but I've been doing stuff all this time, and it's stalled out. It's not going anywhere. I mean, I've been doing all the right things, and nothing is happening. Well, here's my question to you. Do you have a nevertheless down in your spirit? Because when I look at verse 5, I found out that Simon Peter did. Look what it says again. Simon answered and said, Master, we have toiled all the night and have the nevertheless. Man, that's a powerful word. In spite of what I know to be true. I'm going to put my trust in you and do what you said. Nevertheless, that's what he said. Nevertheless, at your word, because you said so, Jesus, amen, I'm going to let down my net. Not because. Uh, i, I don 't feel like it or not because I know i 've been doing this all night long enough and working, but because you said to do it is the only reason why i 'm going to do it, nevertheless, I already know I went down this you know I went down this road before we 've been out here all night long. We were shutting things down, get ready, go home, get some rest. Now I'm about out here again, and you're telling me to let down my net because it's going to be a catch. Well, I'm just going to do it because you said to do it. And you know what? You've got to get that kind of a nevertheless down in your spirit and stop looking at what you logically think are the facts because you're dealing with God who knows the the end from the beginning and you're dealing with God who already has the road mapped out and the plans already laid out and every uh, everything has been covered and now he's saying okay I've prepared the way because remember he told he told Simon Peter uh, literally he said launch one out there drop your off because you're going to there's going to be a catch well what am I saying I'm saying God has already prepared the way and he already know that the victory is right around the bend he already know reward is right there he already know the blessing is right there he already know the breakthrough is right there, but you're at your breaking point. But then something down in your spirit says, well, I'm going to make this last final push, not because I feel like it and not because I know it's going to work, but only because the Spirit of the Lord said to do it. And that's what Peter said. Simon Peter said that. I know that this shouldn't be into anything out there because I've been out there for a while. But because you said so, Jesus, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do this thing. Amen. And and here's what I found that, that, that really excites me about the whole thing. That's verse 6 and 7. Look at verse 6 and 7. After he says, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Right? Verse 6 says, and when they, so that lets me know it's, it's not just Simon out there on the ship, who's just as tired as he is. Well, what happens? And when they had, here it is, verse and when they had done this let down their net they enclosed a great multitude of fish and their net break this is the same place that Peter said we've been out here all night and we didn't catch not nothing we didn't catch, we didn't catch a guppy we didn't catch anything we didn't even catch seaweed but Jesus said well go catch your net down there now and you're going to get a, a great drought a great catch and the Bible lets us know that, as soon as they did what they were told or commanded to do, that immediately they had to wait long. it says they caught a great multitude of fish, so many fish, right, that it broke their nets that's what that's what verse six says, yeah, uh-huh, that's what verse six said, Mhm, yeah, yeah, they caught a large catch that their nets began to break. y'all see that? But 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 that's not that's not the end of it. Look at this. And verse seven said, "So they beckoned unto their partners." I told you Peter had partners, right? They beckoned to their partners, which was in the other ship. Because remember, Jesus saw two ships that were on land. All right, so they waved the other one, "Come on out here! Come on, come on, come on out here!" They come on out, right? And it says, "And, they, and that they should come out and help them." And when they the second ship came, this great drought, this great catch of fish fill both ships so that the ships began to sink. What are you saying, uh, Evangelist Johnson? Well, I'm saying this. Obedience to God brings God-sized blessings. When Peter said, yes, I'm going to, because you told me to, I'm going to let down my net, and the Lord had already uh told him you want to catch something but i'm sure if peter heard that he was going to catch something he wasn't imagining that he was going to catch something so great that was going to break his net and that it was going to fill both ships and so much so that the ships would begin to sink that's how much fish they had pulled up uh, on board simply because uh peter simon peter had a nevertheless down in his spirit yeah, see, I hear the word of God say, you know, um, 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 you know, prove me and see if I won't um, open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. If you've got a nevertheless down in your spirit and you're obedient to that nevertheless and you go ahead and do what the spirit of the Lord is telling you to do, I guarantee you, you're going to get a God-sized blessing because of that and it's going to be so much that you won't have room enough to receive it. And in this case, neither did Peter or his crew have enough room to receive it. And then his partners came out, and their ship began to sink um, behind this great abundance of blessings that um, God handed out to Peter and crew because of his nevertheless. See, I read Deuteronomy 28, uh, verse 2. It says, And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, If thou shalt hear, right, and hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. What am I saying? If you would not only just hear what God is saying, but listen and do what he says, do, even if you're at your wit's end, even if you, it's a sacrifice for you to do it, even if you're worn and weary, if you've got that nevertheless down in your spirit, I guarantee that God has already prepared a way for you to receive a blessing that he's going to pour out on you. And all you have to do is say, nevertheless, Lord, at your word, I will. And then God's going to do the rest. Some of us have been toiling for a long time in our ministry and toiling for a while. With the vision that the Lord has given us and toiling for a while with the assignments and all of those things and it seems like it has stalled it seems that we have done all the right things and we're at our wit's end not going to give up but we're not going to push any harder because we're exhausted because we're tired because we're weary and we don't see the results but we don't know just how close we are to that breakthrough and the spirit of the Lord sees that we're getting worn sees that we're getting tired sees that we're getting weary and says to us but launch out into the deep and let down your net and you're going to get a great catch and if you got that nevertheless down in your spirit you're going to be blessed by that nevertheless the word of God says let down your nets verse 9 and I'm skipping but it's important to see verse 9 says Peter was astonished at all that was with him and all that were with him at the drought or the catch of fish which they had taken in. Mm -hmm. There it is. Yep. He's going to knock your socks off. He's going to blow your mind if you act on that nevertheless spirit. Saints and friends of God, we need to hear that today because in these last days there are a lot of things that are trying to get us to doubt God and trying to get us to slow our roll or even stop or stall. And we have been toiling for a while, and it just doesn't seem that they're hearing us. It just doesn't seem that it seems that things are, are getting worse instead of getting better. It, it, it seems that we're just beating our heads against the wall. But God has not told you to stop. Somebody need to hear me, hear me today because you're thinking about stopping. You're thinking about quitting. You're thinking about throwing in the towel. You're thinking about giving it all out, packing it all in, and all of that. And God hasn't told you to do it, but you're thinking about it because you don't see no problem. You don't see anything going forward. You don't see anything positive coming out of it. It's stagnant as far as you're concerned. And you're starting to doubt what God has planted in you to do. But the Spirit of the Lord is telling you, but launch out. Go a little bit deeper. Press a little bit harder. Go on a little bit longer because there's a great catch if you do it. And you're saying to yourself, oh, man, oh, but nevertheless, God, because you, I hear your voice, you're speaking to my spirit. I'm going to do it at your word, not because I think it's going to work, not because I can logically think this thing out. I'm doing it because I trust your word. And I hear you tell me, down my nets, go out a little deeper, hold on a little longer, don't give up yet, let down your nets, and I guarantee you're going to get a blessing, you're going to get a reward, that ministry is going to take off, that vision is going to explode, and it's going to be so great and so awesome that it's going to blow your mind. You won't have room enough to receive the, the things that are going to be following. It's going to leave you speechless. You're going to realize that that's a God-sized blessing. And because I said yes, because I obeyed, because I said nevertheless, God is going to bring me in a God-sized blessing because of that. And then I'm going to call others. I'm going to tell others about it. They're going to be blessed by it too. Going, their minds are going to be blown. And so on and so forth. Saints and friends of God, that's all I'm saying to you this evening. Don't give up. Don't give in. Persevere. Don't throw in the towel. I know it can be stressful. I know that it's a sacrifice. I know you're tired. I know you're weary. I know, I know that you're thinking, oh, this just isn't working. Uh, maybe I'm not doing this right or maybe this isn't the time. But if God has not told you to give up on that vision, if God has not told you to give up on that assignment, if God has not told you to pack in that ministry, if God has not told you to move forward in that endeavor, then you go ahead and you do it because you hear in your spirit go a little further, push a little harder. Go a little deeper, and you're going to bring in, just let down your nets, right? And you're going to bring in a drought, and you've got to succumb to that. Nevertheless, at your word, God, I am going to do it. Nevertheless, let down your net, and your obedience to God will bring a God-sized blessing. He'll pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Amen? Amen. That's my message for this evening. Nevertheless, let down your nets. Amen. Well, look, I know I said a lot, and it's something to really think about. But I also want to talk to the person who has not, decided to give their life totally to Christ, or even to give it to Christ yet. But you hear a pressing in your spirit, pushing you to take that step, to step out on faith. And here's what I say to you. You've been doing it by yourself all this time, and nothing's working. You've tried everything else, and nothing is working. Now is time to give it up and over unto the Lord. It's time for you to say yes and put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ that He might take care of those things that you've been trying to take care of yourself for so long. The word of God, I'm not what I'm doing is I'm inviting you to salvation. Nevertheless, try Jesus Christ. Oh, you tried this, you tried that, it is not working. But I'm saying to you, Nevertheless, try Jesus Christ. Why? Because the Word of God tells us all sin and come short of the glory of God. Everybody, you, me, everybody, have sinned and come short of the glory of the Lord. There's none righteous, no, not one. That's what the Word of God tells us. Everybody has missed the mark. And, 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 and there's a penalty for the Word of God it says, for the wages of sin is death. But it also gives us an output. The gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So our condition is that we've sinned, we've messed up, we've rebelled, we've disobeyed. And the destination, death. Mm -hmm. But God has given us a provision. What's the provision? But God commended his love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's our out right there. Christ took the took our punishment for us. He went to the cross for us. He can sacrifice his life for us. Right? So now we got the invitation. And God's invitation is, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. And if any man hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in. And I'll fellowship with him and he with me. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, not could be, not perhaps, no. You shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from the wrath of God. Saved from the judgment of God. Saved to live with God forever. Right? And here's your decision. But you've got a decision to make because he's not going to force you. You've got to act on the nevertheless. Here's your decision. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus... And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The Bible declares, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So today is your day to take a step out on the nevertheless. Let down your nets. Let the Lord have your heart. And see what he does with it. He tried everything else. Why not try Jesus? And if that's something you want to do, then you can just simply um, say this prayer, you know, along with me. Lord, I, I confess that I'm a sinner, and I, I believe that you are the Son of God, and I, I believe that you died for my sin, and, and that God raised you from the dead. And now, Lord Jesus, I, I open the door of my heart. Please come into my life today. Forgive me for all my sins and save my soul. And Lord, if you do that, I just thank you, dear Jesus, for hearing my prayer and saving my soul. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer of confession and conversion, well, welcome to the family of God. And today begins your new life. In Christ, because the Word of God says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, in order for you to live this new life more abundantly, more successfully, you'll need to seek out and connect with and join a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. Mm hmm Because you want to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you want to learn about the many promises that God has for you in his word. Amen. Amen. Nevertheless, down your nets. Brother Rob is coming to you right now with some very important announcements. And I'll hear from you on the other side. Brother Rob. Well, I believe that Brother Rob is probably still preparing um, the announcements uh, for now. So um, I just want to encourage you, and I do uh, pray that you all heard and received uh, the message uh, for tonight, which is to let down your nets and nevertheless, have that nevertheless spirit, and, and uh, let down your nets and believe God. For this uh great blessing that's going to uh ensue simply because of your obedience that's the take home message for um tonight that you need to obey um what God is asking you to do, even when you think you don't have enough energy you don't have enough patience you don't have enough of whatever yeah. to get it done yeah. Amen. So I'm Amen. going to let Brother Rob, I hear him now. So, Brother Rob, if you'll come on with the announcements.
1: Praise the Lord. This is Pastor story We are experiencing oh, technical difficulties. However, we bless and praise God for the word of God that has gone forth this evening. Oh, I, I just, I, I can't even express how the words nevertheless. mm I, I never really understood the importance of those words, nevertheless. That is a faith word. I bless God for the word that has gone forth this evening. I bless God for the woman of God and her diligence under the Holy Spirit for bringing that word to us this evening. And I'm telling you, That word resonated in my spirit this evening because I need you to understand, I just went through a nevertheless situation where everything looked one way, everything I was doing, and I was doing what was supposed to be the right thing, what the law said was the right thing, but we kept falling and falling and falling, and I was at the point of giving up. And then God had brought a word forth last month from this same woman woman of God, Evangelist Cheryl Johnson, that caused me to have a nevertheless moment. And I need you to know that when I held on and said, nevertheless, Lord, no matter the fact that I already did what you telling me to do, no matter the fact that I've been doing it for almost a year now and it's still going on, when I said, but nevertheless, I will yet hold on, victory was on the other side. I just bless and praise God for that word. We bless and praise God by faith for that soul who gave their life to Christ this evening and for those who may have been in a backslidden state that came back into a right relationship this evening, we encourage you to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But until then, bless God, that is why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here for you. Please join us tomorrow evening at 8.30 for another broadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network. We will be coming to you again at 8.30 p.m. Fresh and the host of very own brother Robert Pop-Pop Hudson. He will be coming forth with self-expression. Amen. At 8.30 p.m. tomorrow evening right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Backslash Purpose Kingdom You can follow us on any of our social media pages We are on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn At Purpose Kingdom We are on Instagram and Twitter At Purpose underscore Kingdom You can feel free to email any comments, questions, suggestions Or concerns to us directly At Purpose Kingdom Net At gmail.com Again, that is Purpose Kingdom Net At Gmail. Dot com. We would love to hear from you, to pray with you, to pray for you. And if you are one who may have given your life to Christ this evening and you may not have a Bible of your own, Please send us an email so that we may get one sent out to you. Know that we love you with the love of Christ. We thank and bless God for each and every one of you. Evangelist Cheryl, what a blessed word this evening. The power of the Lord was truly filled, and the ministry is back in your hand.
0: Amen. God bless you, Pastor Toy. And God bless the hearers under the sound of my voice, because God has spoke has surely spoken to us this evening. And all of us uh, should have a nevertheless down in our spirit. No matter what we think, no matter what the circumstances look like, no matter what's presented in front of us, God is asking us to push out or launch out into the deep, push a little harder, push a little longer, hang in there just a little longer because he has a God-sized reward on the back end. It's right around the corner, and you're just a, you're just a, 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 a praise from your breakthrough. You're just a, a, a prayer from your breakthrough. You're just uh, nevertheless from your breakthrough, and God is waiting to pour his blessings out on you. Nevertheless, at thy word, let down. Until next time, uh, let the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway. I'm Evander Sheryl Johnson, and you've been listening to In Search of the Truth. I bid you peace and God's blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus blessed. He raised me. me I, I will, will not lose. He saved me. I will, will not lose. That he I will, will not lose. Never want to see down. I will not lose. Save me.